I'm Dr. David Epstein, a board-certified pediatrician with subspecialty board certification in pediatric critical care medicine. I'm a clinician and educator in pediatric intensive care and pediatric urgent care. You are listening to Dr. Dave's Pediatric Pearls podcast, a pediatric podcast for parents and those who care for kids. It is a show designed to explore children's health issues and obtain perspectives and opinions on health care from those who work in the field of pediatrics. This podcast is for parents and those who care for kids who wish to gain a better general understanding of the field of pediatrics to improve their children's health care and empower them to advocate for their children's health. Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, we are going to talk about fentanyl and naloxone. Naloxone is also known as Narcan. And we're going to talk about fentanyl, what it is, how does it work, what are the risks of fentanyl use, specifically looking at overdoses, what can we do about fentanyl overdoses with regards to education and the antidote naloxone or Narcan. And we're going to talk about naloxone, what it is, how does it work, how do you give it, and where can you get it. So we'll start off the discussion by talking about fentanyl. And fentanyl is a medication that is typically used for pain and sedation, and it is a synthetic opioid or narcotic. And the classic opioid is morphine. There are other agents in the opioid class, including oxycodone, hydrocodone, methadone, codeine, and others. But fentanyl is unique in that it is 100 times more potent than morphine. And opioids like fentanyl can cause drowsiness, confusion, nausea, constipation, euphoria, and slowed breathing as side effects other than their intended effects of pain control and sedation. And these side effects on the brain can cause drowsiness, confusion, and slowed breathing, which can also be potentiated when mixed with other drugs that cause similar effects like alcohol or benzodiazepines, the classic benzodiazepine being like Valium. The feelings of pleasure that result from taking an opioid can also make you want to continue experiencing those feelings, which can lead to addiction. So I actually use fentanyl on patients in the pediatric ICU for painful procedures or for those who require invasive mechanical ventilator support. While using fentanyl in the hospital, we monitor a patient's level of consciousness and breathing effort closely because we know that the medication has the potential for causing altered mental status and can depress the desire to breathe to the point where it can actually stop someone from breathing. So while it is not as much of a concern for infants and children on mechanical ventilator support because the machine is actually pushing air into the lungs and helping that child breathe, those without this kind of support can actually stop breathing altogether. And if somebody stops breathing, the obvious consequence is that oxygen is not brought into their body through their lungs and they die from lack of oxygen. Unfortunately, fentanyl has made its way into the public domain and has resulted in numerous drug overdoses and deaths. And deaths from illicit fentanyl use are on the rise. There is an article by Joseph Friedman in the Journal of the American Medical Association in 2022, which is titled Trends in Drug Overdose Deaths Among U.S. Adolescents, January 2010 through June 2021. And what they saw was that there is a steady increase in the number of fentanyl-involved fatalities among adolescents from 253 deaths in 2019 to 680 deaths in 2020 and 884 deaths in 2021. And in 2021, fentanyl was identified in approximately 77% of adolescent overdose deaths compared to about 13% for benzodiazepines, about 10% for methamphetamine, 7% for cocaine, 6% for prescription opioids, and 2% for heroin. So 
fentanyl is playing a significant role in adolescent deaths, and it is increasing. In 2021, more than 70,000 people died from a synthetic opioid-related drug overdose in the United States, according to provisional data from the CDC. And fentanyl is a major contributor to drug overdose deaths. Based on preliminary 2021 data in California, there were approximately 6,843 opioid-related overdose deaths, and 5,722 of these deaths were related to fentanyl. In 2021, there were 2,024 fentanyl-related overdose deaths amongst teens aged 15 to 19 years old in California. So when looking at these statistics, as I previously mentioned, it is important to put them into context because when using fentanyl in a controlled situation under close supervision, it can be used relatively safely. However, when it is used in an illicit manner in the public domain without understanding of the potential side effects, fentanyl can be deadly. And it scares me to think of kids getting hold of it or using it unintentionally because it is mixed with something else. Other drugs or agents that cause their own side effects of altered mental status and respiratory depression like alcohol or benzodiazepines like Valium can be accentuated by the addition of fentanyl. So the combination is much more dangerous than each drug by itself. So now that we know what fentanyl can do and we know that it can cause an overdose, what does an overdose look like? Well, when you see a person with an overdose from fentanyl or an opiate of any type, they will often have small constricted pinpoint pupils on exam and they'll be falling asleep or losing consciousness. They'll be slow, weak, and they may have inadequate breathing or no breathing whatsoever. They may be choking or having gurgling sounds coming out of their airway. Their body may be limp. They may be cold and or their skin may be clammy. And if they don't have enough oxygen circulating in their blood, their skin will be discolored what we term cyanosis. And cyanosis is a bluish hue to the skin when there's not enough oxygen in the body. And it's especially apparent on the lips and nails. So what can we do about fentanyl overdoses? Well, the primary thing is education because it is easier to prevent an overdose than to treat an overdose. And we have to educate our kids and other adults about the risks and dangers of fentanyl use to prevent unwanted consequences. Also, knowing that there are substances out there that may contain combinations of illicit drugs where fentanyl may be one of the components, it makes their use even more dangerous. If somebody has an overdose, can it be reversed? Well, this process can be reversed, thankfully, so the answer is yes. And that reversal agent or medication is naloxone or Narcan. Naloxone is the generic name and Narcan is the trade name and it is the antidote to opioids and blocks their effects. But the antidote for an opioid overdose must be administered quickly before the body suffers the irreversible effects of a lack of oxygen if the person stops breathing. Once given, however, the naloxone works instantly. The opioid effects are immediately reversed, and while somebody can be barely breathing and unconscious one minute, the individual awakens suddenly and starts breathing immediately after the naloxone is given. It is like rising from the dead. One moment, an individual is completely unconscious, and the next, they're awake and alert. It is pretty surreal to watch. And it is important to note that naloxone or Narcan, in and of itself, is not addictive or a drug of abuse. Naloxone is an amazing and life-saving medication. However, 
one needs to know the limitations of naloxone. Main limitation is that the duration of the effect of naloxone is often shorter than the opioid that caused the deadly side effects. Naloxone will last about 30 to 90 minutes, but the opioid that's circulating in the body may last longer because of the type and amount used. So it's not unusual for a person who's had side effects from an opioid overdose and have them reversed by naloxone only to slip back into somnolence and unconsciousness when the naloxone wears off before the opioid does. So as the naloxone stops working in the body, the person can develop respiratory depression again. So a repeat dose of naloxone needs to be given. There are also a few other points about naloxone that need to be mentioned. First, naloxone can be given by nasal spray or by injection, either intramuscular or intravenous. Furthermore, naloxone is the antidote for opiates like morphine, fentanyl, heroin, etc., and their side effects. However, just as it reverses the side effects of the opiates, it also reverses the beneficial effects of the opiates like pain control. So if somebody is taking opiates for pain control and you reverse the effects of the opiates with the naloxone, they will experience pain again. Also, naloxone is not the antidote for alcohol or benzodiazepines like Valium or other illicit drugs. And finally, if someone is using opiates chronically and has physiologic dependence on them and is addicted to opiates because their body has been seeing the opiates for a long time, naloxone can trigger an acute opiate withdrawal, which includes symptoms of fast heart rate, elevated blood pressure, fever, sweating, agitation, and other symptoms. So you need to be very careful when administering naloxone to somebody who has chronic opiate dependence. After all this information about naloxone, you may be thinking to yourself, wow, naloxone is a very important medication that should be available to everyone, just in case they encounter someone with an opiate overdose like fentanyl. Well, you are in luck. Anyone can get naloxone or Narcan from a pharmacy or from a local organization that has a naloxone distribution program. And in California, the California Department of Healthcare Services provides naloxone to qualified organizations to distribute naloxone within communities. But if you have any questions about naloxone and how to obtain it in your community, please speak with your local pharmacist for more information and they'll be able to guide you. In summary, fentanyl is a medication that is typically used for pain and sedation, but it can become a drug of abuse and cause overdoses, especially when mixed with other illicit drugs with or without that person's knowledge. The most concerning effect of fentanyl overdose or any opiate overdose for that matter is stopping someone's breathing, which can cause death from lack of oxygen in the body. So it's important to educate kids, other adults, the public about fentanyl and its risks and know that there is an antidote called naloxone or by the trade name Narcan. Naloxone or Narcan can reverse the effects of an opiate overdose like fentanyl. If you have any questions about naloxone or Narcan or how you can obtain it for emergency use, please speak with your local pharmacist. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Dave's Pediatric Pearls. Please leave a review to help other parents and those who care for kids find this podcast so they can benefit from it just like you did. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast or want to leave ideas for future topics that you would like me to cover, 
please post them in the comments. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in and be safe and be well.